Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Big Game Boomer Show. I am your host, Big Game Boomer, uh, other name John Whitaker. I uh, hope everyone's doing well this afternoon. You can go um, follow us on Twitter at Big Game Boomer, on Instagram, uh, Big Game Boomer, and uh, hit that subscribe button for us on YouTube. Um, really helps us out. So this is episode 12 of kind of an ongoing uh, podcast series that I've been doing. Um, we've got some. We've got a great interview uh, today. Uh, I'm going to bring him in right now. He's the starting quarterback for Utah State, Logan Bonner. Let's get him in here. Logan, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good. Did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? Oh yeah, kicking it at school, and uh, everybody's back in town. Got first day of workouts in, so we just got done. So nice. a good day. You, what did you do? Chest, legs, everything. Running in the morning, lift, lifting at night, and just and got done with meetings. So, nice. pretty much everything. Nice. Yeah, I saw on your Instagram story. It looked like you were cooking some good steak on like Saturday or Sunday. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, doing it right. Yeah, it was big time. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Um, you know, you kind of splashed on the scene last year, so I kind of want to just start from the beginning of last year and then just kind of work our way to where we are now and kind of looking ahead to the next season. So, um, you know, last year in, I guess, what was it? December of 2020, mm -hmm. um, coach Blake Anderson takes the job, uh, to be the head coach at Utah state. And then you make the decision to transfer, um, up to Utah state to follow him up there. What was what was the transition like during that period, and how different is Logan, Utah, from Jonesboro, Arkansas? Yeah, uh, well, many people don't realize this. I actually left before Coach A got the job, or oh, really? did he, I didn't even know he was leaving. Uh, it just was time for me to go. I got my degree, and um, I was just time for me to move on. So I left after the day after the, the last game. We played all twelve games of ours, so um, I left. It was a home game. I talked to him on Sunday. I was like, hey. This is what we're, I'm going to do. He was like, he wished me luck. He said, I'll help you out any way you need to. And I got in the portal and I was getting recruited by eight other schools. Like, so I was yeah, going yeah. somewhere. So I knew I was going somewhere. And then a couple of weeks later, Coach Anderson got this job. And so I was like, okay, well, he wasn't at first. He didn't really recruit me. He was like, listen, I'm going to leave you alone, do your thing. He said, I haven't been up there yet. Um, and so he, we didn't talk or anything. So, um, and then the recruiting process came around. He, he let it breathe and then uh, finally came around. I was like, listen, you got a spot here if you want it, um, but uh, it's up to you. And I got recruited out here a little bit when Josh Heupel was here. Um, yeah. I, and I, I knew about it. Um, I had a friend that played quarterback here, a quarterback before uh, Jordan Love. So uh, we grew up together. Uh, the kid named Kent Myers, he, we're from the same hometown and I knew about the place. I knew what the school was like. I've always seen him on TV and stuff. So, um, I knew about it. I knew about the culture here. And so it was kind of a no brainer. I, uh, I, the coaches were going that I really loved. And, uh, and I was, you know what, I'm going to, I know this is a really good conference. Um, I really wanted to play at the highest level I could. And so I know that coming here was going to be a challenge and um, a really great fan base and everything. So we actually came here in my freshman year in Arkansas State. We actually came up here to play. And, really? Uh, yeah, Utah State. And I remember just the crowd being insane and stuff like that. So uh, it was just – I had I had some familiarity with it. And so I just kind of made the jump. 
That's awesome. And I tell you what, those Utah, Utah, all the Utah fan bases, like Utah, BYU, Utah State, they are highly underrated because, I mean, they have some rabid fans. They're they're um, ruthless, man. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all got a great fan base for sure. I mean, the student section's always rocking at football and in basketball. So so that's cool. So so you like living up in Logan. I, I mean, do, do you ski at all? Because I heard there's like a ski, a ski slope like 30 minutes away from campus. Yeah. Be hard so to study. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm an outdoors guy. Um, I like to hunt, fish, um, snowboard, ski, all that stuff. I haven't recently, just because uh, of some injuries I was sustained. But yeah. it's, uh, but uh, no, I love to ski. I got snowboard in the in the house, and my dog's out here with me, and so uh, we go out there. He loves the snow, so it's what snow kind of dog you got? He's a uh, Great Pyrenees with Catahoula House. Oh, he's about 100 pounds. Perfect dog. dog for out there. Yeah, he just yeah. he just sits on the porch when it's snowing and just sits out there and loves it. Um, so we we go out and do stuff all, all and the summers here are great. It's not crazy. There's no humidity. It's just you're at elevation. So I mean, we got some rain last night, but there's still snow on the mountains and it's June basically. Oh, so it's dude, uh, am, it's I'm crazy. Jealous. I'm yeah. jealous living down here in Oklahoma with this. It's like we've already, we've already had a hundred degree weather. Yeah, I was back home in Dallas for a week or so, about three weeks ago, and it was the day I left here it was snowing. I got home and it was like ninety degrees, and it was just totally different. But it's nice. I love it up here. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. I'm sure the fan base and coaches love having you up there as well because you're you killed it last year, man. Um, so Utah State they go one in five uh, in 2020, just kind of having an abysmal season. You guys uh, come up there, you, uh, you know, you win the starting job, you, you broke your, you didn't you break your foot like mid in the spring of 2021. It, it was actually my second week here in the summer. We were running and it was just cold. It was like 12 degrees. I cut and my just outside my bone just snapped Oh man. and I heard it. And so I had surgery the next week and had, had a big screw. I was out spring ball out. I, I didn't get released until, about a week before fall camp. So I didn't play any any football with the guys, teammates. I just didn't practice with them. I practiced by myself with a trainer because I couldn't do all the workouts. So yeah. I, it was a lot. It was really hard because I couldn't coming in, new guy, new quarterback. I want to mingle with guys. The only guys I knew was Brandon Bowling and Justin Rice because they were at Arkansas State with me. Yeah. So uh, they were my roommates. And that was the only guys I really like had a connection with. So it was really hard to get on – on page with it was a lot of work in the summer a lot of meetings with the wideouts and stuff like that and um it took us a few games to get going um but after all I, every game started building and building and building so it turned out pretty well yeah no 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 that's great you were able to you know get, get through rehab but that had to be tough being in transferring up there you know not knowing the whole team and then breaking your foot and having to kind of be on the sidelines especially as the quarterback which is like you know kind of the leader of the team usually yeah um, for sure. And so you get you, but you win the starting job going into, um, going into the start of the season, you guys go 11 and three. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, and surprise everybody. Um, me, myself, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I saw your list. Yeah. I believe I picked you guys to finish last, which I, I'll admit I was wrong. Um, very <laughs> wrong, <laughs> but Hey, that's good. Um, uh, it's good to prove people wrong. But, uh, you know, what was the biggest highlight last year? Because it was such a special season for you guys. I think just going in there and and I think coming out of spring, 
I've been around a, a while now and I, you can always kind of tell if like things are clicking with guys that they're bought in. And a lot of the guys like, man, like, cause we practice different. Our coach Anderson's really high on practice is intense. It's, uh, it's hard. It's a lot of running. It's fast. We don't condition after, but like we run hard all practice. That's our conditioning. And it's yeah. a lot of mental stuff and it's, it, it's supposed to be fun, but it's also supposed to be really hard. And so some of the guys were like, man, like, does this work? And I was like, dude, just trust me. Like it works. Like, I won a championship with him at Arkansas State. We did the same thing. Like, it, it works. You just got to buy in. So I was just telling everybody, like, hey, just buy in. Trust me. Trust me. And I think the win at Washington State, the way we did it, down 12 with, like, five minutes left, came back and win. Yeah. I think everybody saw, like, we can do this. And and I think everybody was like, okay, now we're now we're rolling. And then I think the one of the biggest wins we had was um, – Air Force and I got down early. Um, I didn't finish the game, but Andrew Paisley came in and played amazingly. And without him, we don't win that game. Um, and so it was just like a team effort. Uh, Air Force is always tough. I mean, they might oh, always one one game a year. So like it's it's really hard to beat them every year, and they're they're a really really tough opponent. So we knew coming in like once we got that done, we're like, okay, we got a shot. And we took some lumps and bruises, but I think just overall having one of the best seasons in program history. Um, being ranked, um, beaten two power, power five team, and ultimately the goal was win a championship, yeah. and we'd be the first one to win a championship here um, at Utah State uh, in the Mountain West. Yeah, there you go right pretty, there. Yeah, it's a pretty good picture. <laughs> um, but uh, that was the main goal, and and after that, man, it was. I've been waiting on that for six years. Uh, that moment, <laughs> that that picture, I've been waiting on that that moment for a long time because I wasn't the starter when we won a championship uh, in my freshman year. I was a backup. Um, so I've been wanting that for a long time. And so it was just a lot of hard work for the whole team. And I think that uh, everybody was just overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah, no, I, I remember um, when you guys did, and you guys absolutely beat the brakes off of San Diego state uh, in that, uh, in the mountain West championship. I think it was like, 40 to 13 or something like that. It was, uh, yeah, it was 46. crazy. Yeah. 46 to 13. <laughs> I mean, uh, I thought the game would be much closer than that, but that, that was huge for you guys. Um, and you know, you had an awesome season. I mean, you threw 36 touchdown passes. You were seventh in the nation or excuse, excuse yeah. Seventh in the nation in touchdown passes, mm-hmm. um, and 12th in the nation in total yards. Um, you know, just a, phenomenal season um and you know one thing that caught my eye was that you didn't you didn't receive any all-conference uh awards or anything did, right. did that did you feel disrespected at all by by that yeah um i felt disrespected um i mean they have their opinions and our our quarterbacks in the conference are really really good i know jake and carson are really really well uh, no, i don't know them well I don't really know them, but they're really good players um, and much respect to them. And they deserve all what they got. But, yeah, I felt disrespected, and I felt like our whole team did. We only had one guy get first team, and we felt like we had a lot of first-team talent. And uh, and then also we felt disrespected to Coach A didn't get Coach of the Year. So, I mean, it's uh, it's it came out a good time. It came a week before the championship game. Um, so, like, we used that. But uh, yeah, we all felt disrespected, but we wanted a championship more. We didn't really care about all that stuff. Yeah. But it, it it grows a chip on your shoulder for sure. Yeah, no, the uh, the championships all that matters at the end of the day. Um, 
certainly. And I mean, just looking at the schedule, the the game against Washington State, I can see how that was kind of the turning point for you guys because beating a Power Five school without, you know, with 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 not many expectations coming into the season was was huge for you guys. I think that was like the first one in like sixty something years. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was it was the first year you guys have ever won the Mountain West Championship ever. So ever. I mean, yeah. Th- yeah. So this the last year was a program changing year for you guys. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like we said, you broke your foot. You've played through a lot of injuries, and yeah. that's kind of what I like about you. You're gritty, tough. Mm-hmm. You know, do you feel like that kind of play has kind of earned kind of earned the respect of your teammates? Um, you know, playing through injury especially being a transfer guy, being new to the program? Yeah, I think it uh, – like I said, I couldn't really interact with guys. I couldn't say much. I couldn't really be a leader. Um, I couldn't really be as much of a leader as I wanted to because I was on the sidelines. I was, in a, I was on a scooter in the snow. <laughs> guys are, when we're running in the snow, I'm on a scooter just sitting there watching the guys. So nobody wants to see, be that guy. Uh, nobody wants to see that guy like, hey, man, come on, pick it up, pick it up, like – you're not doing anything. Like I know I've seen guys like that. And I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. So I, I bit my tongue. I didn't say anything. Um, I just talked to guys outside in the locker room and stuff. I was like, Hey, I'm going to go watch some film. You want to come watch the film. So stuff like that. But I couldn't build that part. But like when the season started and just getting banged up and we play with some really good teams and our D line in this conference is insane. Um, they, every week you're going to get a pounding. Um, and so, it's just like I think that that shows like hey like I'm I'm in it for the long haul like we're we're doing this thing I'm gonna do whatever I can so I think that those little moments uh, showed I didn't have to say much they just kind of showed like who I am as a person and I didn't come out here just 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 to mosey around and play football I came out here to win um, or I would just stay where I was at like I needed a new I needed to change and I wanted to win championships I didn't care about anything where I was going to go. Like I'm 24 hours away from home. Like I didn't, I didn't care. I was going to come and um, play and, and win a championship. And that's what we did. And so that was my only focus. So like I was going to get it done no matter what. And I think the guys really bought into that. And, and we have a lot of tough guys on our team. Um, I mean, you can't play the sport without having tough leaders. And we had some great leaders last year on the defensive side and on the offensive side, O-line, running backs, all that stuff. So it helped me grow confidence. And I guess it, it, it showed confidence in them too, and that they have in me. So yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's a great answer to that question because, I mean, it's an open-ended one. And, you know, the teammates and how you earn their respect, um, you know, it, it's – that's impressive. Um, you don't – I mean, it, it, that's – what you did was not easy. So you should take pride in kind of what you did last year for sure, I'll man. Yeah. So I'll do it again. Yeah. So – um, so, you know, I, before I had you on the show, I was kind of doing some reading, uh, you know, d- just some stuff about r- reading some articles about you. Um, one of the things that I, I, I came across, and I forget which publication it was, but it was that you like really like to embrace that underdog mentality. And that gives you kind of like a chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Where, where is that something you've had like your whole life? Or is that something you had when you just would get to college? Where, where does that underdog mentality come from? It was really coming into high school, getting recruited. Um, I played as a sophomore in a, at a big school in Texas, uh, the biggest you can get. And so, like, that's pretty rare. I had a really good year, and I got recruited by the biggest school. My dream school was Texas. I got recruited, and um, they ended up – I was always the number two or three guy at every school. Like, hey, we're, we really like you, but we're going to offer this guy first. And I get that. And a lot of guys are freakishly tall or talented. They look <laughs> the part, and I'm not – 
all that. So, which is fine, but I knew I could play. Um, so coming in, um, I just, I don't know. I was just having a chip on my shoulder. I was like, Hey man, like I, I can play at these big schools, but I didn't get any offers from them. So which is fine. I'll go to Arkansas state and, and do my thing. And, and it was rough. I, uh, I sat for three years. Like I was a backup for three years. And a lot of the guys that were on the same visits with me at these big schools were starting and that it just, it hurt. It hurt a lot. I had to grow up a little bit. And, um, and I've just, I've always kind of, I felt like I was under recruited. Um, Cause I was kind of small. Um, I'm not blazing fast, but I can do enough to get by. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've shown throughout my career. Like I can make a play. It's just people just think I can't and they get surprised when I do. Um, especially with using my legs, throwing the ball. Is not, it's always been my strength and stuff like that. But in college, I was just, I always had a chip on my shoulder and I told myself when I got that shot, like I wasn't going to let it go. Um, and so especially coming here, uh, it was a big like all right we're we're doing it again got started all over again and which is fine um and, and especially with the team's aspect of like who cares what they think like we know we we can play we know we can what we can do and we got all these guys bought in like who cares what they think and then i think after that first game it was like all right i started rolling like who cares like it doesn't matter what anybody says we were under i think of our 11 wins we were underdog on 10 of them wow or 9 of them we were we were underdogs in every game like all nine games that we uh and we won 11. Seriously, y'all were the like I think the points, only game the we were, I think the only games we were picked to win was New Mexico maybe three games. New Mexico State, New Mexico and North Dakota. Every game yeah. after that after that we were underdogs. So you I mean y'all felt just had to have felt disrespected all yeah, season. Absolutely. Every game. <laughs> yeah. I mean cuz so you were so you were the underdog against Colorado State against Hawaii <laughs> I mean, good lord. UNLV, jeez. Yeah, yeah UNLV just, was zero and six. Yeah, and you <laughs> and Vegas thought maybe because UNLV's in Vegas, they, they give the home point team the home team. No, nah, they were they were. Position. We knew coming in, they were really athletic and they were really good. They they shouldn't have been zero and six. We knew yeah. that we had a game on our hands, so we knew that. I knew that coming in, like. I watch these guys on film, like they're really good. I just I don't know how they're losing that many games. So, but no, they're a good team. It's just, yeah, we were underdogs a lot. So yeah. we just kind of we ran with it. Yeah. No, you know another thing I've I've read about you is that your teammates, you know, say that your leadership style is more by like your actions and not as you know not as vocal. Whereas like mm -hmm. you're in the huddle screaming at people. It's more kind of follow my lead kind of way of being a leader. Would you say that's that's accurate. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I'm vocal when it, when I need to be. I mean, I don't think you can play this position and not be vocal and and know what you want. I mean, I've been playing for a while now, so like I know what I want. And yeah, I get after guys too, but they'll get after me too as well. And we have a, it's never like animosity. Like getting after a guy doesn't mean you have to cuss them out or anything. You just say, hey, like this is what we're gonna do. Like, come on, I need you to do better, and I'll be better. Like it's it's just like that. But no, I'm more of a like. I like to joke and laugh and, and get the guys laughing. Like when we're in TV timeouts, like I got, I like to get the guys laughing. And like <laughs> when, when the, um, there was a video of me winking at the, the little sky thing, um, when we were beating San Diego state and the little sky <laughs> came and they put it, but like, I like to have fun. It's like in the, in the TV timeouts, I'll be joking with the guys and, and getting like enough. It's a football game. I mean, we, we know we're doing it. Yeah. It's a tense moment, but like relax, take a deep breath and laugh a little bit and then lock in. Like it's, 
it's supposed to be fun. So I, I do a little bit of everything, but it's more, mainly the uh, aspect of like, all right, just follow, just follow my lead and we'll get it done. But yeah, I, I, I have been more vocal in the past. This year I was a little bit more vocal at the end because I was still getting those guys trust. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I didn't get to do that in the spring. I didn't get to do a lot in that in the summer. So, um, so it was like, I was weighing it out every now and situation and stuff like that. But no, definitely now I'm way more vocal because I know the guys and the guys know me and what I can do. And so you're more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was last season, you, ha- you know, un- unbelievable season. So now we're shifting to 2022. So we've got, you know, the, the target is on Utah state's back now. Yeah. Whereas nobody was talking about Utah state last year. So, how are you guys handling the expectations of, you know, being a Mountain West you know, front runner to win the conference? Whereas you, you know, b- before that wasn't even in the discussion. Yeah. I think it just comes with maturity. Um, a lot of the guys on the team are a little older now and, and it basically just wipes away. Like none of that stuff matters from last year. We came in in January and we're like, all right, last year's last year. Don't talk about it. Don't. Yeah. Like we can reminisce on it every now and then, but, it's none of that matters anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about our championship last year. They're going to come for us. And it's going to be even tougher this year. Uh, I know a lot of people weren't really expecting us, so, which is fine. But like this year we're, we're a target now. Um, so which is fine. You just got to be more mature about it and, and be uh, mentally tough. I and mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be to me, everything you do is going to be uh, harder. Everything you got to do is got to be tougher. You got to be stronger. You got to be, so you got to just got to go harder. So everything you do, like we're running out here, the standards higher than it's ever been before. And we like it that way. So we're trying to rise up to it and, and see what happens. Um, awesome. You'll never know how the season will go. Um, you take one game at a time. But I think the the guys are really up for the challenge that were here last year. And then we got a lot of guys coming in that weren't here last year. So um, you try to talk to them about it. Listen, like, no, yeah, last year doesn't matter. You weren't on the team, and we were, but we're not basing anything off our season off last year. Like, that does not matter. We're starting a new year just like we were – supposed to pick last last year that we might as well be picked last this year that's how we should treat it so yeah no that's a great way to look at it and you know talking about roster turnover you lose your three big you know receivers specifically uh you know devin Tompkins, who's just Mm -hmm. a stud all conference you know who are some guys that that you're looking to step up in the wide receiver room uh this season yeah i think uh justin mcgriff he was a starter last year um, he's having an amazing uh, spring ball and summer so far. I think he's going to really step up and, and make tremendous. He's six six. He's got a huge frame. Um, and then we got some new guys: uh, Ziggy from uh, from Alabama, Brian Cobbs from uh, Maryland. We got some younger guys: Kyle Van Lewin. He played a little bit last year. Otto Tia, Nana Davis. Um, just a lot of guys that come in there and and shake through uh, one guy that's going to be really well, uh, good is Terrell Vaughn's Juco guy. Kind of looks like DT, uh, probably a little thicker, but he's <laughs> a, a, a great addition to the room. And I think that uh, overall it's going to be a collective group. But if we can get guys out there that, that can create one-on-one matchups and for everybody, I think it will be really helpful in the run game and everybody else on the outside. So I think guys will step up and we'll have no problem playing, yeah. playing really well. I know as long as one is in the backfield, uh, I think you guys will will do all right spreading the ball around the football field. I'll try. <laughs> so, yeah, I was looking at your schedule. You got UConn week zero, which, mm-hmm. you know, you can't – they've got Jim Mora. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I expect them to come in. Yeah. Play yeah, ball. That, 
Uh, yeah, I do. Um, Jim Mora, I mean, he's had success at UCLA yeah. and he's really got that program enthused, enthused about UConn mm-hmm. football. But yeah. then week one, you head down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you know, mm-hmm. the Mecca, current Mecca of college football yeah. to play the Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it, I see, there's two ways you can look at it. You can be like, oh, crap, well, we got to go play Bama. Or you can be like, this is a huge opportunity for me to, play my tail off and look really good in the national spotlight. You know, yeah. what, what do you think about going down to Tuscaloosa and playing? Yeah. It's a, it's, uh, it's actually a benefit. I think for me, I've already played them um, in 18. We Arkansas state, we played, I played the whole second half, um, got to feel the environment. And then the next year as a starter, I played Georgia. So those are both, they're both number ones at the time. Yeah. So 18 Alabama just came off their national championship and then they had their all ceremony at home. And then uh, the next year we played uh, Georgia, and they were number one. I played the whole game against that one. That was that was a rough day. Um, they were <laughs> really that defense was insane. Um, yeah. But I think to just go in there and 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 try to do our best. I mean, that's all you can do. That's how you try to do every game. Go in there and try to play your tail off and execute and see what happens. And that's just not Alabama. That's every game. You can't just expect to win every game or or lose every game. It's just like you go in there, you game plan a week, you treat it like you're. It's every other game. Um, just because they're Alabama doesn't you don't treat it any different. Your schedule is the same. You go in there and you you play your best, and it's going to be a great environment. Um, I mean, you can't beat a hundred thousand fans or yeah. however many they hold. I mean, you just feel it in your bones. I mean, on third down, it's like vibrating your chest. It's so freaking loud. So I love it. Um, it's going to be really fun, and uh, it should be really really fun to get out there and and compete and just do our best. I mean, that's all you can ask for every game. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I've got, I've got family. I've got that actually goes to Alabama right now. And I was thinking about maybe going to that game since I'm an OU guy and OU's playing UTEP the first week of the season. So um, I may head down to Tuscaloosa and watch you play in person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you, you're, you're a NFL draft prospect for next season. What are some things that you'd like the country to know about, Logan Bonner. Yeah, I mean, I, at first off, I can make any throw on the field. Um, I've shown that in my film and in my play. I mean, I can make the far hash throw to the opposite sideline down 50 yards. I can make the touch pass in between windows. I can anticipate. And also, I think the number one skill I have that you need in the NFL is anticipation. Um, everything in the NFL is anticipation and windows and and touch passes and, and reading defenses and stuff like that. So I think I've done a really good job in my career. I think that's what I'm best at is anticipating windows and getting the ball with a nice trajectory and all that stuff like that. And then I'm really a good leader. Um, I like – I get guys to follow me. Um, I love football. I've loved it since I was four years old since I've been playing it. And I think that my anticipation and just the love of the game and just the heart I play with is uh, really beneficial to every team I'm on. Every team I've been on, we've been winners. Um, except for COVID, that was just a weird season. That's a weird year. Yeah, yeah. you gotta throw that one out. Yeah. So every time <laughs> I've been, I've been playing, we've been winning. Um, so I'm a winner. Uh, I just think that uh, I bring a lot to the table. So absolutely. And you know the thing about the NFL now, you don't have to be six five. No. You, you know, to to be a successful quarterback in the league. I mean, we've seen Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Drew Brees, I mean, just naming some off the top of my head. So, I mean, you go out and yeah. ball this year, you're definitely going to get a shot to play in the NFL, dude, for oh, sure. 
Absolutely. And I, I feel yeah. like I have a, I quit the, one of the quickest releases in college football. I think I do. I mean, yeah. I've seen other guys play. It's, it comes out quick and it comes out hot and I can make him throw any arm angle and stuff like that. So I think uh, I, have a, I have a good shot. I'm just worried about playing this year and then see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. That's all you got to do. Just focus one game all the time. So you should just mm -hmm. be looking at UConn right now. Oh, yeah. um, all right. So um, that kind of got some just kind of fun questions here for you. What what's the loudest stadium you've played in in the Mountain West? Ooh, um, or just overall that you've played in, even I would say Bama, State. Bama, Georgia, Bama, yeah, at, in in my career at Arkansas State, but uh, in the Mountain West, a lot of our our big games were at home this year. Um, so maybe you're maybe Maverick Stadium. No, there was a couple times this year where. I had to like we get a big play, and I had to tell like the fans, "Hey, please!" Like, I couldn't hear. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got it. And so I don't think they were like paying attention as well. Um, but Maverick Stadium gets really loud. Um, obviously, we have great fan base, and I love it. But uh, I, I wouldn't say anything crazy this year. I expect uh, RLR road games this year. I personally love road games. Um, you like to kind of feel the kind of hate I from love, fans and kind I love of build. it loud on, I love it yeah. loud on third down I love fans talking I mean it just makes it fun um I like the quiet pool like when the, a, a whole stadium goes quiet it's nothing better yeah um, and so I like the us and my teammates and the coaches up against 30 40,000 people I like that feeling um I love home games too but I love on road games so we play Boise on the road we play Wyoming at the road and we play BYU at the road on the road and obviously Alabama so I expect those stadiums to be absolutely jumping. Yeah, BYU wow. will be loud for sure. Oh uh, yeah, I've already I get a I get a DM or something from a BYU fan every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going up there for the Baylor game when they play Baylor, and I bet that'll be rocking. They, yeah, that'll be a loud loud venue. Um, all right, next question. So you know, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I make a lot of yeah. lists. Mm -hmm. um, so right now I'm working on this list for best. Uh, the best restaurant for every group of five college town. So I need your help here with Logan. Uh, give me, give me some options here that you think are the most popular restaurants. Uh, La Unica for Mexican. La Unica. Really? Yeah. La Unica. Okay. And then um, for Italian, like the best, like handmade pasta, ravioli, like back at the kitchen, mom's making it like grandma's making it. Uh, it's this little house. It's called uh, Lenone. Lenone. and yeah. La Unica for Mexican. Yeah, those okay. two are my best. We got some great. I'm probably missing out on a bunch. There's so many restaurants here that like I still haven't got to everything. <laughs> I've been here yeah. that whole year, but yeah. those are my two favorite. Though they're unbelievable. Okay, all right, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Last question or <laughs> something we can talk about is the whole NIL deal. I mean, this is changing the game. Um. I think it's great. Um, for players that, I mean, this should have happened years ago. Yeah. Um, I know you've got some NIL stuff going on. You've got your own merch that you're selling. Um, yeah. You want to talk about that? I've got a picture right here. Yeah. It's in, my, right uh, it's in my bio and my Instagram. Um, and my Instagram is uh, Logan Bonner underscore one and stuff like that. So it's in my bio. You get a bunch of hoodies. I got a logo made. It has the LB one. It's like that does look pretty tight. I like it. Yeah. You can get a hoodie or a crew neck in any color, but uh, no, it's good. It's been good, man. I just, uh, I'm really trying to help. Like I know I'm, 
how to say this, but like people know who I am and I want people to help. Like I've worked with the community and stuff like that and gotten deals and, and made some money, which is great and some extra cash. Um, but I'm working now trying to get a, an event that I can do once a month and get 20, 30 businesses to come. And I bring my teammates like, look, dress nice meet these people like they don't know who you are like they don't know every lineman they don't know every d tackle they don't know every db True. and meet them and meet them and help them get deals and so it'd be like a, i'm trying to do that as a that's a goal of mine um that's, that's a goal awesome of mine. yeah that's a goal of mine to get my teammates exposure because not everybody all the guys are just in the in the in the house playing video games but they come out to these events some of these guys some of these companies want to work with these guys they just don't know who they are yeah. So try to, I'm trying to like host something where I can host it with a company and then bring other companies in and like listen, you can sign autographs and stuff like that, but then you can also meet these companies and there's plenty of outdoorsmen like on my team that love outdoors and there's plenty of outdoors places here that would love to work with us. And so I just try to do that. That's one of my goals I'm working on right now. I'm trying to get that done. Um, that would be a dream of mine just to help the guys out um, and stuff like that. So I, I, I use that cash to take the guys out to eat. Uh, that was awesome. Time. Yeah, done that a few times. So that was uh, really cool. They really enjoyed that. The bill was really expensive, but it's, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, if you take your O line out, I, I bet that's going to be they a big can, bill. They can eat. They can yeah. eat. But hey, that's you gotta have goals I'm trying to use for NIO. I think that it'll be really beneficial to the to the guys, and I just think that I feel bad sometimes because like everybody knows who I am, um, and it's just what it is. That's just the position, which yeah. is fine. But I want the other guys to get some some extra cash, or maybe it's just a free meal every now and then. Like, who, like it's just free. Like we don't make a bunch of money. Like we get the stipends we get, and then like we have a little bit of extra money. But like it wouldn't hurt to have some extra cash for these guys that are busting the bus just as much as I am. So that's one of my goals right now. I'm trying to get it done. We'll see if it gets done, um, and so like that. But I'm really excited about it. If it does get done, I'm really really gonna push that and have. And I could even bring other athletes too: soccer, gymnastics, yeah. like other other sports softball like and stuff like that so i think it'd be a really good thing for the community and people meet new people and try to get some deals out there or get some extra cash absolutely that's really awesome you're taking that initiative man because yeah, yeah like it, you know the quarterback gets the most attention but trying to yeah. shed light on the other guys and give them some love is huge and i think it's a really good leadership you know decision trying to get yeah. other guys involved for sure yeah um Cool. That's awesome, man. Well, Logan, uh, you know, really enjoyed having you having you on here. I was a fan of you last year. I'm even a bigger fan now that you've been on the show. So where can everyone follow you on social media? Yeah. Uh, Twitter is Logan Bain Bonner. It's in the bottom. I'm looking at it right there. Yeah, there it's it is right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bain is my middle name. It's my dad's name, like the Batman character, B-A-N-E. So oh, yeah. Logan Bain Bonner. And then uh, Instagram is Logan Bonner underscore one. So. You heard him. Yeah. Go give oh, yeah. that man a follow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and watch out for him this year. All right, bud. Well, hey, I appreciate you hopping on. It's been fun. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, yeah, no problem. Take care, bud. Yeah. That is Logan Bonner. Definitely going to have a big season next year. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to watch him. I think uh, Utah State is going to have a, another big year. They're going to be a – uh, you know, challenging for a Mountain West championship, no doubt, especially with Bonner at quarterback. Um, so that's all for our show today. Um, you know, if you guys could do us a favor and hit that subscribe button, um, be a huge, huge favor. And, 
you know, we'll, uh, I'll be on actually tomorrow night. We've got another episode. Chris Vanini is going to be from the athletic is going to come on, uh, at 7 PM Eastern or central time. And we're going to be talking, kind of go over an overview of the group of five. So, uh, like hit the subscribe button and, uh, you know, we'll see you tomorrow night. Peace.